Asher Lake, and he um, styles My himself a bit of a poet. My character's name is Trixie, but a little shelter, uh, and uh, they are, uh, picture if you will, an anthropomorphic squirrel. She is an elven young girl. There's a field in the back. Let's see how well you hold up. I mean, I snatch it better. <laughs> I'm not saying no. I'm not. I I I want to go, but I I just want to understand. Oh, you're only going to me. Let's go. Hmm? He starts marching out the back of the door. I go to yoga, but they don't serve donuts there. I'm gonna stay right here. Weird. You don't hold stuff back for me. This is not once in your life. You can't charm me. There's me, and the little squirrel, and the boy. Where are we? Where are we? <laughs> somewhere stuck in there with her quarter staff. She doesn't like touching me or me. Supposed to be also watching the. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. We just transitioned and we are about a minute late, but that's all on me because I have bad audio today. Because why can't we start a podcast without a problem? Uh, but I am Rurik. I am so excited to welcome you to our first episode going live of the podcast, aka Probability of Demise. We are an actual play tabletop role-playing gamer crew composed of pandemic friends. Our POD pod. We play in a world of our own creation using Dungeons and Dragons. Apologies for our puns and memes. We're going to get started with some announcements. Larissa. If you are local to the NYC area and you are an ally or belong to the LGBTQ community and you like choral music, you should check out the Stonewall Choral. Ooh. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Uh, so that takes us on to our I did send him the link. Um, I'm going to promote this book today which is blurry, 
Camera doesn't want to focus on you. It's called Savage Legion by uh, Matt Wallace, who's a longtime friend of mine, and this is the first book in a series. It's um, it's very uh, a very interesting, like modern fantasy, very inclusive, very cool, very well told. I'm just I'm really enjoying the series, so you should check it out. Savage Legion, Matt Wallace, and also brought to you by Beer. <laughs> but nondescript tried, beer. Have you tried beer? You should try it. That's my commercial. That's all I got. And nondescript candy. Mm. And Jess, hopefully I'm still being heard. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sweating. <laughs> it's not dry. Not dry at all. Lots of antiperspirant and definitely not dry. Uh Jess. I hear you have a special word of the day. Jazz's word of the day. <clears throat> the word of the day is bowling ball. Bowling ball. <laughs> I dig it. Do you care to illuminate, or are we just gonna live with it again? There's um a uh, a random statue of when my grandmother was inducted to the bowling hall of fame, and so there's a bowling ball. I'm sorry, <laughs> what? That's amazing. Yeah. Like local or no, like on. national. She's out in like what is it? And I think it's in Reno. Actually, what? How did you not tell us this before? Uh, so I'm like looking. I'm like, what the hell do I say? Oh, holy <laughs> ball! Ah, <laughs> uh, who doesn't have a relative in the bowling yeah. hall of fame? <laughs> Maybe she was old. <laughs> what old people do? They bowl. <laughs> She's in there for world's oldest bowler. That's what she was in for. <laughs> Well, speaking of bowling balls, your three characters are bowling their way back into town. And just so everybody I has a little bit of information, <laughs> I'm working it. I don't even know where to point at this point because the I mean, live is being... a few minutes behind so that we can protect the buffering. <laughs> and okay. So I have no idea. Well, they're seeing screaming. what you see, right? I think Jason is right there. Okay. I think Larissa's there, but she could be there. I mean, and the first one was right for my screen, but I don't know where I am on everybody else's. So oh, we're all no, just we're all just swimming in the ether. Larissa's to your left, and Jess is up to your to the left. To the left. All right, and and Jess is okay. Cool. I'm just gonna wave. I'm Jess. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You're confused. So we are. <laughs> We are inarticulate and yet articulate at the same time. Uh, we are going to go ahead and start, but these three fine folks who are going to have a chance to describe themselves in a moment are currently debarking from a small sailing skiff. Ooh, that was fun to say. Onto the banks of a cliff, which is a very short ledge, just behind the falling water of a very very special spring that has brought life to a community in a post-post-apocalyptic earth. They are survivors, and yet they've already, over the last 500 years, reestablished the beginnings of community and civilization. Born, homegrown, heart of the Overton and Underton community, 
these three were selected and sent off on a mission of dire importance for the well-being of the community, and they made a new choice that is going to shift the trajectory of this small bastion of hope for humanity. And humanity doesn't exactly look like it used to. In fact, let's start with our least human human. <laughs> Larissa, would you like to describe your character as they are debarking from this small sailing skiff? Picture, if you will, someone of shorter statue along the lines of hmm, three feet flat, uh, no heels, um, walking off with gusto and lots of energy, a uh, full jug of maple syrup strapped to her hip by the handle, uh, a shovel strapped across her back, got goggles on the front, and all over her body she has short but very soft red fur. And upon her head, pointed ears with little cuffs on the end. And you've met Trixie. And Trixie is disembarking just in front of Jessica. Would you share your character's name? Yes. All right. So standing much taller than previously spoken at about maybe a solid six foot. <laughs> Um, is a very tall, well-to-do, holds herself, chin a little too high, looking, literally looking down at a lot of people, uh, <laughs> is a Tanzanite. She is eerily white with almost, like, you could see her veins, but they're almost like a bluey purple, and, uh, she has on as elaborate of an outfit that she can travel in while still moving, beautiful kind of a headband with a stone in the middle, and a backpack full of all of her other clothes and shoes. Uh, and yeah, that's Tanzanite. Don't let her fool you, it's all tiaras. <laughs> and Tanzanite, clinking as that is truth. <laughs> spoken by Trixie, is followed just a little bit more slowly by Jason. Introduce your self-character. More slowly? What are you trying to say? Um, so, my character is Asher Lake. Um, he is a former resident and performer of odd jobs at one of the local taverns in Overton. And now uh, is becoming a world famous uh, poet and comedian in his own mind. Um, he's got like scruffy, kind of long, dark hair. He's covered with a bowler hat, and um, he wears like a red travel suit of like a heavier, like durable material. Um, and he just sort of swaggers around, like dreaming of exploring strange new lands and spreading his poetic genius far and wide and yeah that's 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 my guy 
Excellent, excellent. So as these three adventurers disembark, one last final figure disembarks from their this uh, vessel. And they don't appear like they really truly needed the vessel, but a young woman um, with interesting and fascinating features that seem to belay the need for oxygen, uh, small gills on the sides of her neck, um, some additional, uh, not decorative, but definitely unique features that seem to indicate that they might be more of the sea breathing rather than the seafaring tribe. Um, and she quietly disembarks eyes wide as she beholds what is to her her people's most holy of places revealed to the air for the first time in all of recorded human history. A small, dark, dank entrance, dripping, not as impressive as you would expect, although there are some carvings in the stone. But this small hole in the cliff behind the waterfall is apparently that source that she mentioned earlier on in your adventures. What are you up to? How are y'all feeling? First things first, I'm going to take my goggles and pull them down over my eyes because I can't see shit in the dark. Do squirrels have poor night vision? That's funny. Yep. Interesting. I would have assumed the opposite. I know, right? That's why I was like, well, dang, I can't get myself dark vision. Shit. <laughs> so, DM, to make sure that I understand what's happening. We're in our little boat. Next to the hole? You've left the boat and stepped okay. on a small ledge of a cliff face. Um that for centuries, millennia, perhaps more, was submerged. Mm-hmm. And you're entering into a space that doesn't look quite as impressive as you might have thought based on the previous descriptions as being a source for the waters that in your life experience, you know, are the source of a lot of the strange changes that have occurred to the peoples of Underton and Overton. Um, and yet this is the place and, and looking over, you can see this this young fish woman is indicating awe for the space that you're entering. I was gonna ask, and did we tie will, up the boat? I, I, I'm gonna tie up the boat because this is not my show. Like the water thing is a transatlantic thing, so that's that's how Asher's doing. Just that. imagine us getting back and it just being like out in the middle of the lake. All right, so Asher ties up the boat. Um, Asher leading the boat to the rock. Continue. Ceding the rights to the continued uh, uh, leadership of this particular adventure to Tanzanite as this he sees as Tanzanite's uh, 
major dealing. Trixie has pulled out her night visit. Official term. This is (laughs) her jam. Trixie has pulled down her night vision goggles, prepared and ready to delve deep. Looks like the impetus for the next step is turning to Tanzanite. If everyone looks at me, I look to Bonnie. Be like, oh wait, we can't talk to her yet, can we? The spell uh, are... tongues would definitely have worn off by this time. Okay. I'm going to... We are, like, long-rested at this point, right? Yes, you all should be long-rested. So if you did sure not already take a long rest in our last... We did some pre-sessions um, to get ourselves warmed up and try out some different things. Which maybe, if we ever become super famous, we'll happily release to the world. But at this point, they're, they're a growth effort. A lot of growth on my part. A lot of heat. These three right. came out performing wonderfully. I mean, we're not monetized yet. So. <laughs> yeah, if you want to sponsor us, please feel free. Oh, we need to be sponsored by a night goggles, a night vision goggles company. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> or a shovel company. <laughs> Everybody gets this podcast is brought to you by Shovel. Like all of our gear comes from whatever we get sponsored by. That's the only loot that we get. Uh, see, that would be a good way, good way to, to garner sponsors, though. Be like, if would you like your items uh, featured in our podcast? <laughs> our, our DM will homebrew your gear into our podcast. <laughs> Welcome. This okay, is called like the, deeper, the shovel that just keeps going. <laughs> no. Speaking, no, no, speaking, of, our, uh, speaking of our podcast, um, I would like to go over to Bonnie and touch her on the arm and cast tongues so that we can speak with her. Aww. None of us speaks fish. I was gonna, I was gonna use my my ASL I had been practicing. Sorry. Well, that makes one of us because I still don't know the other. I know. I got yes, yes, no. no. There's one that's like oh, me me he he. Run, run. run. Is that right? Or where's my pinky? Okay. Pinky, pinky. Take your pinky. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this is post-apocalyptic, like, nuclear uh, evolution. I'm surprised I have any of these. (laughs) No phalanges on squirrels these days. They just know what? You. (laughs) This is what's known as uh, nuclear sign language. Okay. So. Great. NSL. been here without a guide so um neither have we okay so here at the entrance we stop and we go in and she just starts walking in i follow me too yeah okay so uh asher as you're going in you are suffering from the effects of this dark, dark space. Uh, how are you handling not being able to see in this space? Um, it is dark. I'm going to reach out and like put a hand on Bonnie's shoulder and just try to like follow her. Be like, I can't see. Sorry, I'm trying to follow you. Oh, oh, 
oh, you're missing all the beauty. And as she says that, uh, Tanzanite and Trixie, you look around because night vision goggles and dark vision. You look around. It's a cave. <laughs> it's a fairly bland cave. A cave of wonders, sorry. But Bonnie's face appears transcendent. Do you see all the hieroglyphs and the the glow of the ancients? <sighs> I'm not riding the same ride she is. I mean, even with my goggles, I can't know. Can I, um, like, go up to, like, where she's looking at that, like, moment where she's talking about the hieroglyphs and stuff, and, like, maybe, like, touch my touch my stone and just try to, like, see what she sees. <laughs> or figure out if it's just, like, a mer person thing. Go ahead and roll a religion check. <laughs> Did you just do that one? I know we haven't officially agreed to the idea that if you roll a nat 20, the DM drinks, if we roll a nat 1, y'all drink, but I'm starting to wonder. <laughs> if that's the case, I need ammunition. <laughs> so, 24. Wow. 24 total, or was that a nat 20 plus 4? Nat 20 <laughs> plus 4. <laughs> Good start. Nothing Solid. like starting off with a nat 20. <laughs> So this doesn't even cost you a spell slot because in this moment of divine insight, you snap into focus and you, you decide that whatever she sees, you can see. And as you think, you feel this shift in your mental presence. And unlike when your goddess previously spoke to you, you now truly have snapped into the holy sight. And you too see text, but it's not hieroglyphs that you don't understand. These are the words of your deity. Reading over what you see here on this wall, you get the story. And the numbers are almost foreign to you because in this life, Numbers this big have not existed, but you've heard merchants use numbers this big. Over 10,000 years ago, she was trapped within this space as a great ice age closed in the last remnants of the old gods and magic on earth. Held here huddled in this small source of power, she persevered with a few other elders and now is free yet again. And there appears to be sources of power, a strange foreign series of sources of power scattered all about the old world remade in some other creature's image 
and she's desperate to seek these out. She needs to free her disciples, her people, so that they can scour the world beneath the waves for every source that might further fuel her abilities and restore her to power. And if necessary, help care for her colleagues in exile. And you see a few different imagery pieces that aren't text, aren't word, but definitely brimming with that holy power. Something about a giant, something referring to a bird-like creature of flame. A dragon, possibly, and a small sprite. There are others, but they are smaller and less distinct and more eroded by the wave action that had occurred down here over the last several centuries. But the last piece really solidifies your understanding. They were frozen down here, under here for millennia, from their last freedom till now. They sought refuge here and are now reestablishing themselves across the world. So that's what a nut 20 gets you. I just go, and also look around. <laughs> I feel like a two would have been like, and there's words. Yeah. It uses up all your spell slots, and that suddenly you can see that there are some sort of strange symbols on the walls. Interesting. Oh, by the way, you're magically dead for the rest of the session. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what are the other two of you up to? I know that um, Asher is basically functionally blind here, but Trixie, you can see. And uh, you don't I, see these words. I'm going to just do one of these back to Asher and be like, um, did they get into your mushrooms? I don't know what is happening. Um, hey, uh, okay, well... Tanzanite, uh, w w what's up? What's going on over there? Uh, just a lot of information I, I didn't know. Okay, and... Who's talking to you? I mean, no one's talking to me. I just, I'm just reading and oh. seeing. Okay. Uh, and then I want to be like that crazy person who like kind of grabs her face and I'm like, here, this says, you know, like trying to I don't, I don't, I'm, 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 I'm really, I don't hear anything. <laughs> Larissa, go well, ahead and just roll a perception check just to see, like you're being forced, your, your face is being forced into the cave. Let me shove my face in it. And like grabbing her hand because like, did you see Whoa. this? I rolled right out of the tray. It was a natural oh. uh, With guidance because I'm touching her. Uh, yeah, grabbing her face. You're All really right. trying to make sure she can see this, so you're... So guidance would add a 1d4. To the terrible <laughs> role that makes her so anxious. 
Okay, uh, perception. That's a, a 12, and that's with a plus 6 perception modifier <laughs> and guidance. Delicious. Well, what? I don't even want to know what you rolled as long as it wasn't a net one. I don't need to know. All right. <laughs> hey, you got a two out of the guidance. So that's a bonus. Uh, so you're looking, and there's a cave wall. It looks like it might have been sandstone. It's an interesting texture. Uh, worn, certainly. Uh, eroded. Uh, if there was some sort of texture at any point, it's well past gone. Uh, and shoved up closer to it, you can see that there's a small water spider trapped in a little bubble of water that's been hanging out, which is very distracting for a moment. I poked the water bubble. The water bubble goes and the spider starts spasming as it dies. <gasps> oh, now I get it. <laughs> Sorry. I. It, it, you hear a small pe pip squeak voice. You suck. <laughs> and y'all just. I want to. I want to touch the spider. And I wait. Let me make sure. Yeah. And I want to do. I don't know if I can do this because I haven't done it yet. <laughs> but I'm gonna go. It's not your time, little fella. And do spare the dying. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! No, no. You're gonna have a wild No, no, not yet. Because of this. Do you cast spare the dying? You see? Yes. And it just seems to have bit fallen asleep, but for whatever reason, Spare the Dying just gives it enough of a survival that instead of perishing, it is going to survive for a little while until you can either get it to water or Spare the Dying fades away. Oh, it's good to work. Pick it up and I'll take it and toss him into the water. No! <laughs> Okay. Now I race back over to everyone. I did, I'm, 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 he's a I'm, water spider. Water spider. I didn't, I didn't know. Just look like a spider trapped in a bubble. Oh, okay. I, you're below I, me, so I gotta go like this. <laughs> you. I'm the what? Uh, Asher, you just I, black I'm shadows have been running back and forth in all the words that they're saying, but it's black shadows and, and darkness. I'm going to set down my bag and um, pull out a torch and oh god my eyes press to digitate it alive <laughs> light it up suddenly things are lit up much better and you're seeing the cave as described um, so far unless you're trying to stare at it more closely or being dragged facefully can I see the words or just the cave uh, it's just the cave wall. It's just, it looks like an eroded, like, there's a nice, cool texture to it. Like, this isn't sandstone on dry land. It's definitely been eroded by the waves. Um, but you don't see any text unless you want to examine it closely. What I was going to um, stare closely at the wall and, uh... yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> so... You you've been spelunking a lot. You've that's part of your background of of your youth. You spent it 
digging into caves, trying to find old texts. And so this is definitely of interest to you. So I'll say that you can use a presumption check. And if you don't already have advanced, uh, have a proficiency in it, go ahead and add your proficiency to this particular per perception check. What was perception check? Yeah. Heard that roll from here. Yeah, it's pretty loud. <laughs> that is a <laughs> seven. Okay. That was a poor roll. Are you doing anything else to help clarify what you're seeing? Or... Um, maybe. I'm gonna keep staring. Go to somebody else for a second. That's it. Okay. I'm gonna uh, uh walk over to him and and hit him on the shoulder because he literally just lit up a bright light. While I was wearing night vision goggles, uh, I'm going to say, "Give somebody a warning next time." Jesus, I'm like, "Why?" Because I I could go blind. From what? From a torch? Yeah, because this these 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 make me see in the dark. So when it's not dark, it's very bright. How am I supposed to know that? Where's I'm just saying, like, the rest of us adjusted, you could have said, hey, by the way, I can't see. I'm going to light a light. I'm you act saying. like some kind of night vision goggle is like a common everyday thing that someone would know. You used them. I lent them to you. Like, yesterday. You used them to watch them. Keep watch on the boat. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was totally, that was totally me forgetting about that. <laughs> um, never mind. Roll with this. This is awesome. I didn't um I didn't know that like a torch would. Well, sorry. you know. Oh, sorry. Thank. I, I appreciate you pulling. Thank you. Just yeah, just a little heads up would be good. I'm still trying to blink away stars. So, having been lectured by a small squirrel person, uh, Tanzanite, what are you doing? I am basically, until we start to, like, walk again, I'm still just, like, taking everything in. I'm just uh, walking. Everybody just tell me what your passive perception is really quickly. Sixteen. Same as I. Thirteen. All right. Um, okay. So I think it takes you a second, Tanzanite, and at the same moment as Trixie, you kind of like finish your lecture. Start looking. At Bonnie's gone. Well, crap. And I just kind of like spool my ears to see if I can hear because I'm assuming it's just straightforward, right? There. You haven't really explored the cave beyond the, those, what's here, but uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. Okay, different die this time. Better. 19. Uh, you can hear some humming deeper in the cave outside of the ring of light cast by the torch. That way. I think. Um, I'm still staring at the wall, and then I'm going to say... Um... Uh, this is where I should point out that Asher's poetic genius is entirely haiku. It's the only type of poems that he knows how to make. Um, and that's how he casts his spells. So um, 
I don't see these words feeling a little left out. Need to stare harder. And he just like stares harder at the wall and cast detection magic. All right. Go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw. That is a six. No modifier. I am not a wise. You have a torch lit up. I'm not a smart man. (laughs) And you think you're prepared for what's about to happen. And then you are blinded. It is exactly like what happened to Trixie when the night goggles suddenly went with a flare of the torchlight. Except this time, you're caught unprepared for the brilliant flash of light everywhere all around you. It is radiant in a painful way and you are going to take 2d6 Raw already. Are you at all resistant to the happy holy magics? Um, You're going to take 2d6 radiant damage. Okay. Well, I, I am a crappy roller so you took two points of damage. Yay! I got snake eyes. Oh. I feel like that means you should take two points of damage because double nat ones, kind of. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's now just water, but I'll Yeah, after intermission, right. that's when the that's when the that's hard when stuff comes out. It's like the opposite of a baseball game. We open the bar at intermission. Yeah. All right, so um, as your eyes settle back in, and it hurts, your eyes, even though there's only two points of damage, it feels like your eyes are on fire, bleeding, painful. Um, but what's those in is there's just a ton of radiant magic all over the wall, and it's just getting stronger the deeper you look into this cave. It's a fire pit of radiance. Holy, holy, holy magic. And I don't think in your experience you've ever seen anything like this based on your background and what you've done in your life. This might just be the strongest, I mean, source of anything that you've ever, even your good friend me has nothing on this. Um, But can I read the words on the wall? (laughs) Uh, Do you happen to speak draconic? I did not. Then no, there are definitely words, but they are not in a language you understand. Mm, Alright, I'm just gonna like fall down like on my knees, like just all this brightness. I can just cover my eyes and be like, oh my god, I I don't know what I did something, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, well it, uh-huh. Uh, it, it, hang, hang on, hang on. And I walk over and I like, out of my herbalism kit, I take out a little piece of like wi- willow bark and I just like gnaw on it quick and move it into like kind of like a, um, uh, <clears throat> why can't I think of the word of like, like when, when wood is, yeah, but like when wood is, uh, like almost like sawdust, but wet. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Nope. But we all know what you're talking about. Well, I, you, okay, you're fine, you're fine. putting saliva wood in his eyes. Yes. Well, well, I more like just like I'm just like like a compress kind of like around his eyes to like. Oh, I'm 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 down for this. I'm not, you roll like a I'm not spitting in his eyes. 
I just, you know, like, I, just, I just like take it and I just kind of like press it. Please just roll the medicine check. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you not want me to continuously talk about my spit? I mean, I will totally, if I have to, hold one of you down and lick your eyeballs. I'm just kidding. It's an eight. Um, hang on. <laughs> Natural infinity. Um, Definitely going to add compression to your audio. <laughs> I put light on there. Do you want me to move it to medium? Maybe. Okay. You are an enthusiastic human being. <laughs> me? Never. Yeah. Okay. It's on medium now. Uh, yeah, that, that will be... help people not be deafened. What? <laughs> that will help our viewers not experience the deafened. Gotcha. Um, I can't believe you fell for that. <laughs> Sorry, they'll learn. Uh, 14. All right. So, yeah. Back later. You place it on, and and um, I think that the pain eases. Um, it doesn't replace your hit points, but you're definitely able to. But her assistance, even though she is putting her saliva wood all over your eyeballs, um, <laughs> is I just that, that in one more time, didn't you? Is <laughs> such a little you, bit of saliva wood between friends. It's pulp. That's what it is. Pulp. Thank you. I was close uh, with mulch. So, so this pulp compress uh, eases the pain, and you are able to peek at it and then peel your eyes open and get a better gl glance at this. Um, if you are seeking to somehow record or keep track of what this is, um, I would like to take out my journal and uh, try to copy down the words, even though I don't know the language. Okay, uh, so go ahead and just roll really quickly an intelligence check. Actually, an intelligence saving throw. No, no. Yeah, intelligence check. Just see how well you get it down. Check. Yep. 18. Okay, yeah. Um, I would say that taking some time, uh, it probably takes you a bit while um, Trixie and Tanzanite are doing whatever they're about to be doing. Um, but you're able to create kind of a journal entry. You've done this before. You've taken these types of notes. And you can say that you're pretty satisfied with the accuracy of your rendition. Okay. Also, I tell my dice tray because the wood one seems to be very loud with the middle dice. Oh, yeah, those are. Trixie and Tanzanite, you are... You have about 20 minutes of either chilling there wa watching your friend Asher draw in a book or engaging, catching with Bonnie. You heard her humming. Yeah, I would have definitely gone up to Bonnie and said, is everywhere like this? Uh, so to get up to her, you would actually have to catch up to her. So walking deeper into the cage, into the cave following the sounds of her humming is that what she would be doing because recall she had disappeared from your sight right in my in my head we're following she's following the sound of oh don't do that um, right just change one note it'll be fine it'll be it's much more uh, like this <laughs> She's not a great singer. 
Um, uh, well, shoot. It sounds better underwater. I'm gonna just go, uh, I'm gonna go, go, go find Bonnie. She disappeared. Just, just. I'm just gonna be like, okay. Don't like, move. I don't know the I'm language. Go... I'm, like, focusing very hard to, like, copy these weird letters. I'm gonna go find her and mark where I'm going if I have to make turns and, and bring her back. And remind her, I'm, once I get to her, remind her, be like, you, you're our tour guide. You can't, you can't just leave us. We need you. Great. So as you go to catch up with her, um, it takes a little bit to navigate through the cave. Just uh, let's roll just a athletics check to see how quickly you're able to navigate this foreign territory. All right. Athletics. Uh, a 12. So it takes you a bit. It takes you about five minutes to try to get caught up to her. She knows the space, even though she's walking in it for the first time. She knows how the space is laid out. And so she's gotten quite a bit further ahead of you. Um, and when you catch her or catch up to her, she, it's so, so different. But there it is. And she gestures to a column. Uh, it looks like a stalactite and a stalagmite have met in the middle. And instead of coming to a finer uh, point in the middle, there's a bulbous section. Is it is it a solid thing? Is it a liquid thing? Is it? Uh, as you get a little bit closer in the exam, it looks like it's stone, but something different about it. It's got a shimmer or a shine to it that you don't associate with stone, especially the, the sandstone in this cave so far. Are you getting closer? Yeah, I'm definitely going to get closer, and I'm going to ask Bonnie and be like, and I'm going to pull out that little thing I have of the water, and I'm like, this is that? They're very different compounds. One's wet, and one's hard. So, because you are getting closer, would you go ahead and roll an investigation check? As Bonnie says to you, well, this is the source uh, where it comes from. Okay, okay, that will be a 17. Cool. So what you see is um, a, a strange uh, contraption and a trefoil symbol in the middle of it. It doesn't appear to be of stone. It appears to be much more similar to the metalworking that folks do up in Overton. Um, and this trefoil design has a, a center dot point and then the three uh, trapezoidal, curved trapezoidal shapes off of the sides um, going in the three different directions. And it appears to be a faded yellow. Um, and there's some text underneath it that may or may not be uh, uh, something you understand. But at the top, there is a, a, a word that you do know that has moved forward with time in common, and it says warning. So it says move forward with time, warning. No, it doesn't say move forward with time, but oh, with oh, time, the, 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 this word has transferred forward sorry my 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 description was terrible 
but this is a term or a word that has definitely moved forward over time and has been uh, continued as a term that you use today with common, uh, just says warning. And the term below it is unfamiliar. Um, can I tell you what languages I speak and maybe I speak it? Yeah, sure. Um, nope, that's the wrong button. Languages. Common, Elvish, Sylvan, Undercommon. I think in Undercommon, you know that this symbol has been prevalent and is something that has been like a, a, a people note that it's an indication of something historically dangerous, but nobody really remembers why. Okay. Um, so put the water around it like it used to be, and that will be your water. Oh, 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 uh, water, water. I have water, do I have water? I have to have water. I'm gonna check my inventory to see if I have water. There's a waterfall outside. It's too far away. <laughs> I got a water skin. I take my water skin out and I dump it on it. Well, I wait. I don't. I go, okay. Bonnie. <laughs> I go to do it. I stop. <laughs> I go, Bonnie, I can, I, I just dump the water on this? Is that right? Yeah. Or you could just touch it now. And she reaches her hand forward. And then stops herself and pulls back really quickly. Oh, we're not supposed to do that. Did you touch it? No. Are you supposed to touch it? No. Okay, so don't touch it. Okay, so I'm gonna pull out the the I was supposed to say the goblet. It's not a goblet. The thing of water holding. <laughs> what the heck is that thing called? The decanter. 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 I'm gonna pull out the decanter because I'm not yeah, totally sure of what's gonna happen. So I want to have it open and ready, and I'm gonna like, mm, and I'm gonna like try to pour the water so that it's like goes down the thing. I don't know if that will do anything, but and then I'm gonna hold the decanter and be like, just ready for whatever happens. <laughs> so I want you to just roll an uh, a acrobatics check because I feel like this is you trying to do a jiggle jiggle, and you have not asked for any help, so it's just gonna be this moment of like. How I much even water? Think can of you... asking. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so 17 uh, plus 3, 17, 18, 19, 20. All right, so you, you jiggle jiggle. My and goddess then you is with me. Pour, and as you pour, you get the other, the, the, the opening to the decanter placed just perfectly that you get that drip over. And there's a couple of drops that fall outside of it, but the major component of your water skin basically you're draining your water skin right into it and as the water pours down over this thing you can feel a vibration and it's not a physical vibration it's at your core mm -hmm. and the water a couple of drops that splatter you you can feel a change start to happen but it stops and then the decanter is full your water skin is empty. And it's all over. So the decanter is full. Anticlimactic. Decanter is full, water skin empty. Okay. Um, 
Bonnie, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here for a minute. Can you go get the others and and when they're done doing whatever the heck they're doing, will you bring them here? Like tell them how to get here. Show like show oh. them the way. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, yeah. Uh, did it did it do what you wanted it to do? I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna check it out. Okay. Oh. oh, also, before you leave, totally off topic, kind of weird, but before the spell ends, has there been anything you want to say to us that you haven't been able to, like a word, and then we can like pick up a, a movement for it right now? Help. Help. That's a great word. Okay. This. Wait, right, right hand or left hand? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. Help. Got it. Perfect. Okay. I'm going to chill here and um, I'll see you in a bit. Help. Got it. I don't need help right now, but I'm just, just practicing. Okay. I'll, I'll go get all the traffic in this cave. I'll get our friends. Hello, New York. We know you're there. <laughs> Yes, uh, you're, yes, you're welcome. You're, you're featured, sponsored by New York City. Sponsored by the honking people. Yes. So, Bonnie departs. You were alone there in, the, in front of what is potentially the holiest of holy things in your worldview, maybe. Um, and you've got your decanter of very holy water um i just want to sit and try to like meditate with the water like it on me you know holding the water you know touching my touching my my stone and seeing if being in this space does anything all right so go ahead and while i get to the other people i just would like you to do a couple of rolls for me mm -hmm. you do one religion check okay, religion. and you do one wisdom saving throw and then I need you to do one, no, two D12s, okay? Two D12s. And add those two D12s together. Is right. it a wisdom saving throw? Yes. Okay. So, uh, Trixie and Asher. Asher, you're jotting down, and, and as you're, like, kind of getting halfway through, you're aware that Bonnie has come back. And, and Trixie, you see Bonnie coming back without Tanzanite. She comes up and at this point, the spell has expired. Tanzanite told me, Tanzanite told me not to move. <laughs> so, I did, I'm not moving. So, Bonnie points after trying to wave you and points to where Tanzanite left and then waves you forward again. Oh, can I move now? And she I, looks I very confused. Secret. Hey, are you, you done yet? You muted? You're muted yourself. Um, almost. Sorry, I muted myself when the horn started talking outside. Um, almost done. Um, give me a second. I think I'm almost done, right? Yeah. So you are you willing to wait for the few moments? 
Well, I'm not going to leave him by himself because he can't see in the dark. Uh, Bonnie just sits there waiting patiently. Um, and then about five minutes later, he finishes. Um, and the two of you, what are you up to now? I'm going to put my book away and pick up my torch and then follow Bonnie. All right. Trixie? Yeah. I'm going in front. You follow. So I don't have to stare at that thing. Awesome. Uh, Tanzanite. Did you get your dice rolls done? Yes. Religion check. Please lay it on me. (laughs) Eleven. Okay. Uh, With an eleven, you definitely, especially in this place, it doesn't take much for you to connect. You're not getting a lot of information, but you definitely get approval. Combined with all you've learned, you just have this overwhelming presence saying, without words, you're done good, kid. Like a spiritual pat on the yeah. butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good game. Good game. Slap. <laughs> Uh, what did you roll for your wisdom saving throw? Wisdom saving throw, 19. Oh, you just passed, you silly, silly so-and-so. Yeah, <laughs> my wisdom's kind of high, so that helped, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I knew that's why I had the high <laughs> IBC for that one, because this is a special religious space. So what did you roll for your 2d12s? Because that's what the wisdom saving throw was for. Not a four. Two and a two. You are so protected at this point. So, um, yeah, the two of you, or you, uh, see a creature. I see a creature? Mm -hmm. Begin to, with the wisdom saving throw, uh, begin to form from the walls of a cavern near you. And the start of the creature feels very reminiscent of how a black ooze or a black pudding might move. Um, But then this starts to solidify in a different shape and uh, become a bit of a crab shape. We will at one point, sorry, we're starting to chat a little bit here. Um, We will, right before we go on our break, do a quick rundown of classes and levels for those folks who are very curious. Um, Oh, it must be made a mystery. Yeah, we're not critical role. (laughs) We might have dreams, but we're not there yet. (laughs) I mean, we got the dice goblins, so. True. There's a lot of dice goblins. Oh, ow. Uh, so, I hit my knee. Uh, it was my left knee. <laughs> you didn't need that one. You only need your middle knees. Jonathan, keep going. The, the creature. So the, the crab person <laughs> starts to form these claws that reach up towards you, but because you are able to resist this wave of what you think of as the anti-deific magic and shove it away, you 
catch sight of it before this crab's claw-like creature in this, this semi-humanoid shape reaches forward to try to bite your head off. Go ahead and roll initiative. Oh, oh no, what? Did you know? Catch twenty. Oh my god! How is this possible? Please note, viewers, that I never roll very high, let alone two net twenties. Wow. My goddess is with me. <laughs> so are we just like walking up into this room and rolling initiative? Is that, that's you, 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 you're, 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 not, you're not even there, there yet. You're not okay. even there yet. She may have solved this before you get there. I'm, I would hate to see that happen, but she may have. Uh, so, so three more nat twenties, and this is done, Jess. No problem. <sighs> so what what are you doing? Uh, first am... round of ridiculousness. And since it is a nat 20, uh, you do get to do two rounds before they do, because they did not roll a nat 20 when I pre-rolled this. <laughs> oh, probably. I'm not disappointed at all that my surprise, especially since the party got split early. It was really exciting. We never split the party. I am going to... Uh, clutch my pearls, but clutch my 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 headpiece and point, and cast Toll the Dead. Awesome! You know, we got people who may not be playing, so can you go ahead and give a quick description of what this looks like, what it sounds like, and then what it's going to do? Holy moly! Okay, I'm I'm still learning with you guys. So um. <laughs> When I when I do my pointing of the thing, what's this voice? Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I point, uh, there are bells that fill the room, and um, I guess uh, would it be? Mm, go for it. You get to decide. This is your artistic license. Describe how your spell goes. When a creature and the sound of bells fills around the room. Um, you can even remaster it as another sound if you would prefer. It just has to be loud. Um, I like the idea of bells, but can I mix it like, like stereotypical? crazy like church bells dun, dun, but dun, dun, with like that roar of a waterfall kind of dun, dun, dun. so at this point as she cast that asher and trixie you are going to hear it so you can go ahead and roll initiative in the background while we move forward with what she's doing i believe that toll of the dead requires a saving throw from my Wisdom Crabby 14. Crops. And they did not make their save. Roll the damages. Is this a D8? I think I do a D8. Let me make sure. I don't want to don't want to cheat. Yeah, 2D8. Alright, so. Mm -mm. Seven. And a three. Okay. So Ten points. Th that that 
Bell happens in what was like a shadowy form. You can see that the, the shadow falls away a bit, revealing much more of this strange carapace that is a, a deep violet color. And and you can see that the, the sound wave that you created starts cracking uh, the outer edges of their clawed mandibles. Um, and you have definitely begun something now because you do have a natural 20, that means you get to do another attack round if you would like. So is there anything else you would choose to do at this moment? Um, how close am I at this moment? I, I would say based on where you said you were sitting, you are super close. Okay, so I first want to move... Thirty feet You're away, like within touching distance of them at this moment. So yeah, I want to go thirty okay. feet away. All right. Um, as you move away, they are going to take an attack of opportunity. Oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, yep. does a thirteen hit? Mm, no. Okay. So you see the one the claws school, and you just slip away into the darkness of the cavern. And what are you up to? I would like to, um, let me see. Like I said, I'm still learning with you guys because this is my first time playing a magical wielding person. Um, yeah, that word. Um, I am going to cast at second level my spiritual weapon. All right. What does your spiritual weapon, as you bring that into the existence, look like? It is going to be. Let me. Before I say that, let me make sure. Go to my inventory. Yes. Uh, it's basically a replica of the mace that I have, just really, really big, and it, the mace is just like looks way too ornate to be like an actual weapon. Just crystals and just shine and beautifulness. Because uh, for those who don't know, Tanzanite's from under 10, where there's a lot of access to gemstones and whatnot. So it's just covered in stuff. Under 10, where rhinestones are more affordable than iron nuggets to embed on your mace. Yep. And so it's basically a really big version of that. Awesome. So go ahead and roll the attack, I think it is. Can Harley Quinn vibes? <gasps> Didn't even think of that. But yes. At the heart of who you want to be, secretly Harley Quinn's okay. best friend. Plus six. Um, okay, uh, 15 plus six, so... Twenty-one. Is that a? Yeah, that 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 that. Matters. I was asking more math-wise. I'm like, what is math? Yeah, that definitely hits. Uh, so go ahead and roll the damage too. Okay. Oh god. Oh. Um. Oh, an eight. Y'all are rolling so well. <laughs> an eight plus a three, so eight, nine, ten, eleven. I never roll this well. This We're going to save you. <laughs> you see again like your your mace cracks into the claw that hadn't really cracked as much and you see that it's now like got that look of an egg a hard-boiled egg when you first like 
bonk it and then you start like rolling it so that it gets a little crackly all over you can see that claw is just looking very ragged the other claw still looks somewhat functional but you've definitely done a lot of damage um at this point it reaches back a bit and with the still successfully well maintained claw grabs a stalactite from behind it and jerks it forward throwing it towards you does a eighteen hit that's my that's my score <laughs> oh only an 18 ac yeah right so this stalactite comes flying at you and as it gets close to you it just explodes dust and debris going everywhere and it hits you for 12 points of damage Jesus and with all of these noises having happened uh, Trixie and Asher you hear all this happening what was your initiative rolls so we can figure out how you're able to react 8 12 12 okay so Trixie, you'll be next up, and then Asher will be right after that. So, Trixie, you hear this loud noise. You know something is happening in the distance. Asher, you've also heard this as well, but Trixie, what are you going to do immediately in the aftermath of hearing the first toll of the bell? I'm going to say that doesn't sound good, and I'm just going to, uh, uh, I'm going to say, I'll see you there, and I just take off. Okay, so in this to get to the to get anywhere closer, you're going to use your movement and your action, especially okay. if you're taking off. So that's awesome. Um, as you're running, do I have? I don't have the thing. Never mind. Eventually, not yet. Okay, I don't. I you know you take off and you come around the corner of the cave to see that moment as that stalactite goes smashing into your recent friend, Tanzanite. Do you have a bonus action that you want to do? I didn't remember. Also, my first melee character? Uh, yeah. What do I have for bonus actions? Uh, mm. I can't reach anything, so. Oh, wait. I can step of the wind and get All closer. Right. So you, you, you're going to step of the wind as well as action to get even closer to it. Yeet. And are you going towards this creature or are you going towards your friend? Oh, I'm going straight at it. Okay, so you, you're getting, you're able to get within melee range of the creature. Um, so that'll be good to know on your next turn. Uh, Asher, what do you do in reaction to this loud noise? Um, after Trixie runs by me, I'm just going to run after her. So, so Trixie kind of takes off from in front of you, and then you just darting after her. Are you also going to use both your action and your uh, movement to get close? Um, yes. All right. So, again, you're able to turn the corner at the end of your full movement, and you can see... The same tableau, especially because you can look right over the top of Trixie, and you see Trixie like hesitate for half a second, and then suddenly she's a blur again, and she's 
appearing right next to the um, creature, this strange crustacean-like creature. Uh, do you have any bonus actions that you can use? Um, I'm going to yell out at Trixie. Um, sometimes all you need is a few inspiring words. Uh, this isn't that, but I'm casting Bardic Inspiration. <laughs> so bionic inspiration don't forget you have it also a moat to remind you is that a d8 i think uh, it's a d6 though d6. one d8 yep. oh you're yeah, at d8 now Ooh, levels happened right, that brings us back to the top of the order with you tanzanite what are you up to oh wait wait, wait sorry one level also don't thing. forget you have a motive potential so you can yes. so basically you have like a double inspiration because of right. my creation card. Yeah. Uh, one last thing happens right before it's uh, Tanzanite's turn. You can hear a yelp in the background, back behind, and then uh, in some sort of weird, strange, awkward language, you can just hear from Bonnie's voice. And she doesn't appear visually. But you can tell that she's getting closer as she's screaming at the top of her lungs something. Tanzanite. And Murloc. Staff. You're muted, my love. So she's screaming something? But she's can't... screaming something in her language that... Does it... S oh, it's in her language? Stop it. Does it sound like distressed or maybe anger or roll an insight check wait is that a six or a nine? Oh, snap it's this a nine. insight check brought to you by uh, 15 okay oh yeah 15 it's definitely surprise Mixed with a hint of fear, maybe? Suppressed fear? I don't know. I mean, it did go after my head. So obviously it wanted to attack me. I wish I knew what she was saying. I want to... Hmm. I want to pull out my new crossbow. Oh, wait, that's an action to load it, though. Okay, action or bonus action? I don't know. DM? Uh, Sorry. Even if it is an action, which I can't remember right now, my memory is not that hot. Um, I would say that you probably have it prepared for quick loading. So let's mm. use it as a bonus action this time, and we can decide what the real rules are one day when we all actually pay attention to the real rules. Okay. But this is D&D &D for fun, not D&D &D for rules. So in that case, I want to load, have it loaded with the dart that oh, would have heavy. paralyzed. Um, oh, your blowgun. Oh, blowgun. It was a blowgun, not a dart. Yes. Not a crossbow. No, blowgun, no, no load action here. You just Great. pop that sucker in. Right. So I'm pulling out my blowgun. I have a blowgun. <laughs> and um, with the one of the preloaded ones that would have paralyzed Asher. And okay. take aim. I can't gut into myself, so I'm going to just go, Goddess, you've been with me so far. And then blow. 
Oh, right. You're the one with the mushrooms. I thought it was Asher. No, it's you. All right. I so with a sure. quick twit that <laughs> flies across, roll the attack. Oh, thank Where you, Aaron. Blow dart. So Aaron is awesome and said that for rules is written, crossbow is a bonus action. Oh, perfect. Give archery mash. Cool. I always forget because I don't use crossbows very often, and I don't think I've DM for many people who use crossbows. I'm used to I the rangers one, who just. But it was a magic one. Oh yeah, yeah. What do I add for a blow dart? Do I add anything? Uh, you should have proficiency with that with them. So if you have it equipped, you should get to add. Remember, you oh, want well my done. number? I found it. I found it. Okay, Sorry. Good. It's your character sheet, not mine. I'm having a hard enough time keeping track of it. Okay, okay. So 15, 16, 17, 8. No, that's not right, math. 15, 16, 17. No, 18. Okay, 18. Okay, so 18 hits. Barely. Oh, God. Oh, God. I was like, shit. <laughs> it hits. It definitely hits. So as that hits, uh, I know I didn't share with you the specifics of the paralysis effect. But it's going to go ahead and make the Constitution saving roll, and it makes it uh, for the Constitution saving roll. You can jot this down somewhere if you want to. Uh, they have to get a fourteen or higher to succeed. This one just rolled an eighteen, um, and it's going to take half. It's going to take the full damage, so you can roll the, the damage for it. But it's going to take half the um, slow effect that is caused by this paralysis. Okay. So it is going to have a disadvantage on dexterity moves, etc., etc. but it is not currently under any of the con uh, constraints that live mm -hmm. in a normal happy... This is kind of like a homebrew poison that was meant to be a really funny thing to do to Asher and has turned into a real thing that is being used against me. Oh no, the consequences of my own actions. <laughs> So I don't have to, I don't roll anything. It's just a damage of four. It says. Yeah. Okay. Great. So. I don't ever remember these things because very rarely used. Uh, so that flexibility, you can see again that like where it hits, uh, a quick raise of the claw is intended to deflect it, but instead just leaves them open, and you can see another piece of something shiny that looks like another form of the carapace maybe but it's just a little bit wetter and damper looking and it whacks into that and you can see a little crack starting to form around where the little tiny dart hit uh bonus actions bonus action i want to whack it again with my spiritual weapon Bonk. roll the attack <laughs> oh no 11. That does not hit. Uh, so sorry. The big, huge crystal club of doom full of gems and bedazzlement flashes through the now torchlight as Asher has run up and thunk. Oh man! That the, the, the creature having reacted to the dart has just shifted out of range at the last possible moment. That takes us to the creature that is now enraged and upset. It's going to go darting at you, Tanzanite. 
but this means that Trixie gets an attack of opportunity. Can we do that now? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you want to do it. <laughs> and I just <laughs> you know, time to meet my shovel! And I just <laughs> I in like one motion, I two hand draw it across my back in a swinging motion and go to uh, attack it. Uh roll the attack. I'm like looking around for my phone for my DD Beyond. I'm using a computer, dummy. There we go. Yeah. Um, that is a fourteen. Okay, that does not hit. So you and you know dig into the sand of the cave floor a little bit, a little bit of mess, and this is darting straight at you. It's a charge attack, Tanzanite. So they are going to. Does a 17 hit. So this creature, you kind of just like nimbly skirt to the side and it goes head and claws first right into the cave wall to your side behind you. <laughs> Huge amounts of dust, wet muck and other things from the sandstone exploding everywhere, shaking everything, including that central uh Stalactite, stalagmite pillar sh shaking with that hit. And uh, that's its turn because it used all the happiness that it had right there. Um, and it doesn't have any more of those <laughs> awesome actions left behind. So that takes us to Trixie for reals. Uh, after I miss, I yell, son of a nut! And I. <laughs> I... <laughs> you mean a tree. Why did my first thought go, language? <laughs> That kind of nut. Um, and I, I throw my uh, shovel back over my shoulder, and I just charge straight at it. And I'm going to do like a running kind of like to go and do an unarmed strike. All right, roll your attack, please, and all right. roll your damage. Cooperate. Uh, okay. And Jason Asher is on deck. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, so you're definitely going to hit. Okay. Don't forget you have Bardic Inspiration, and Jason's Bardic Inspiration gives you some fun toys. So don't forget that. But does it, it doesn't add to my damage, right? Or is there the one that adds to the damage? The yeah. motive potential, I believe, can be used add for that. To the attack roll with the inspiration, or. No. Not you the can, potential doesn't give you that. No, also attack roll. So attack roll saving throw ability check. Okay. It's basically just like a double. She also has monkiness, so she's probably gonna monk it out later if she doesn't get high enough on her other Let's rolls. Monk, monk it out. So first first of my two unarmed strikes. I'd say she's monkeying around. Two. No, I'm actually squirrely. Okay. Um you're bad, Like I said at the beginning, I apologize for the month. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, don't lie. Don't lie. I did apologize for them, even though it, I don't really mean it. They apologize sincerely. <laughs> for fun and okay. names. All right. So, yes, the 19 hits? Yeah. All right. Yes. Ooh, that is 10 points of 
whatever damage bludgeoning damage 10 points of fisty or is this your shovel no this is my fist okay 10 points of fisty damage uh Mm -hmm. you definitely are seeing cracks like because you're like going at the back of this thing (laughs) cracks appearing all over the place there is uh definitely a it's looking rough this is looking very very rough second attack um, mm-hmm. uh, ooh, that's even better. Uh, that is a 21. That okay. definitely hits. Oh, wait. Sorry. I'm reading about the moat. So if you use it on your attack roll, it also explodes and the target has to... That's... Pass, pass it, that, uh, that's why I was... If you okay. use the mode of potential, because this is a... Uh, yeah, so I would just okay. This is me being coachy of the thing I should be coachy of. I would just use it, roll the added piece because then you get that that additional thing. And we know that my rounds of combat rarely last over three, so that's what it's... I I guess okay. I'm just gonna use it's it. Up on to my you. Furry you, of, you. I was gonna use it on my furry of blows, but if I okay, save it for that. Save it for that. Okay, all right. I, I just I just don't want you to waste the super buffer. You don't want me to waste my potential? <laughs> Thank you! Thank you! I'm here all night. She has taken over. This is what happens. I, I, I spend my entire time refraining because I have to deal with you two. But when you, when you, uh, when you poke the, per, the proverbial punny bear, this is what you get. I like it. It's just, it's a surprisingly dangerous combination. Going from a six to a one. Uh, five more points of, of <laughs> So your first hits, just like really, truly, like it got in there. You felt the buckling of the carapace. But this last one, you feel it. You can tell that you did damage, but it's definitely like, you're like oh, that was, is that my weak fist? I don't know about this. Let's, let, let's go for it again. Okay. Uh, so yeah, and I, I'm going to follow up with like a, uh, a furry of blows, but it's going to be like a like a swirl elbow, and then an undercut under the elbow. That's going to be my flurry. Of flurry of blows. Um, which does or does not remind me. Yes, that is a key. Okay, all right. I'm just going to roll them together. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm going to use the moat on the first one, I guess. So it will go. Actually, uh, you, you use the bardic inspiration, and then the moat attaches to that and explodes. That's what I meant. Yeah. That's what I meant. Uh, you can also roll a 1d8 for the bardic inspiration. Yes. So that is another 21. Okay. With the with the d8 that you rolled? Yes. I only okay. I rolled a 12 and a 2. So. Oh, actually, that really works out for you then. That was just where you need to be. Uh, so uh, my creature has to roll a con saving throw because uh, just anybody who has not played the fun modes of potential with the bard of happiness. Um, Used on an attack roll, the target in each creature of the attacker's choice that they can see within five feet must succeed on a con saving throw or take thunder damage equal to the number rolled on the bardic inspiration die. So what did you roll on the bardic inspiration die? Two. Okay, so it add two to that damage because it did not succeed on its con saving throw. Even though it has a high constitution, I rolled a three. Okay, so... Five, nine, that's 11 points of damage on that first. 
beautiful. So definitely, this, it's, it was already looking pretty rough. And then it looks really rough. And now it's looking dangerously carapace might fall off at any moment, sort of rough. <laughs> Uh, but that takes us over to, I believe, are no, we done? I get, I get two. Oh, I, get, another, so, yeah, I, get, I get two on, on two my flurry. flurry. All right. That's why it costs you a key. That's why, and that's why it's a full flurry. We're going to have to just be all, all the attacks at once just to speed that up. So. <laughs> College yeah, creation four, is in four, <laughs> 40, Oh, so that is now a 23. <laughs> and okay, that, that sadly hits. And that is a uh, 10 points of, of damage. You said it first. Don't look at you said it first. And I don't around. always know what I'm saying. Mm. Uh, uh, so. He both made a face like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just keeping it up. Not made for children. No. Uh, so yeah, ouch, <laughs> last legs literally last legs <laughs> bleeding goo of a blue sort all over the place this creature is a mess actually bring it on it oh wow asher what are you up to i'm gonna just pull my hands up and yell hey crustacean i heard that your mom had crabs they were ugly too. <laughs> and that is vicious mockery. Yeah, what's my saving throw on your vicious mockery? Because I just want to know before I roll it. Uh, I probably should have looked at that before I cast it. I, I it, find it. There it is. I feel um, like it was a 15 per year. Wisdom 15, right? Saving throw, okay. Yeah, 15, yeah. Okay, come on, crabby dude. Roll high. Roll low. Roll low. <laughs> I rolled a 19. It's my first high roll of the day. So uh, I'm not even adding other stuff to this. What else do you got, Barty Bard? Uh, I'm going to... Um... Look over at Jess and say, uh, I am good at stuff. You are good at stuff. Also, let's be good at stuff. Bardic inspiration. <laughs> As you shout out, be good at it's stuff. It's a spell here. going into me. <laughs> Bonnie comes jetting around the corner, looks, sees what's going on, and looks at all of you. You all look fine except for Jess, right? What do you mean? Oh. You'll of... look healthy. Yeah, I'm. I'm not unhealthy, but I'm not healthy. <laughs> like, how bad is it? Um, how bad is your Math. <laughs> more than half. You have more than so you don't look dangerous enough for her to be. So she looks around, sees everything is okay, looks at the creature. Screams ah! and turns again and and points at you, Jess, and you can feel like an infusion of of ability, and and you feel stronger. You will have a 
bonus to your strength hits. <sighs> will... What does that mean? <laughs> uh, Strength-based attacks. You can add another point to your rolls for ah! his, like, uh, which is actually one round. So it, you'll have it for like your for your turn bonus of it. Uh, but it is your turn. Um. Okay. Raging Clark. Absolutely. So he can hit you again, please. Hit them with the nat twenty. Do it. Hit him with another net twenty. Let Krabby right. Pants live. I'm gonna Mr. with Krabs. this new found excitement but, but and strength. Them. I'm gonna pull out I'm my quarter gonna... staff. Then she says, "Let's make Krabby Patties." <laughs> first, how far away am I from him? He's on you right now because he just charged across oh. the room at you. Yeah. So this is like this is close Perfect. close proximity. I'm gonna pull out my quarter step and whack him. Roll the attack. Bye bye. Seafood delight. But I've already got inspiration. What is that? D four? Uh it's a D eight. He's got the D eight land. So three. And you can add one to your screen. Ah, um, Seventeen. Eighteen with the bonus happiness. So that's a strength based attack. Okay, so yes, you definitely hit. Roll damage. Uh, um and right. with the moat you can do the thunder thing as well. So I'm going to roll. Ah, they made the save. There's a very, very, very slim chance they could survive this. Very, okay, very so slim. it will be six points of bludgeoning. Never mind. And, <laughs> uh, six, another six points. It doesn't say what it is. Oh, so it's extra more bludgeoning. That's weird how they did that, but okay. So uh, yeah, there, there, there is nothing I'm, more I can say for Crabtastica, the crabbiness. I'm a big fan Aww. of bludgeoning with more bludgeoning. I'm just gonna throw and that out there. so in these last final moments of this crab's life, Tanzanite, could you please narrate the obliteration of the Crabtastic one? Oh no. The is first thing it? I popped in my head is so lame. <laughs> no, you must do it. So <laughs> I want to like just full on like feel the power of strength because I'm not very strong and throw up and go ah and whack him. But in true like you know Pokemon glory, you know, it does its little C's and then it just goes boop. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a terrible, terrible, tragic loss to crustacean kind everywhere, and this creation shatters after falling and begins to almost immediately just if you've ever seen a, a crab caught out on the beach and packed by seagulls like the inside seem to have all been oozed out well they're oozing out of the shell leaving behind the cracked shattered remains of its carapace as the ooze leaks into the sand at the bottom of the cave quick make sure there aren't any turtles um can I as he's oozing can I run to the pillar to make sure it's okay yeah <laughs> yeah you run up to the pillar what do you do I, I don't touch it I just go 
Pakani. <laughs> and I point to it. Okay, we're out of combat. And I think the Bonnie would react really quickly to this. But just for my information, Asher, what do you do on the demise of the crab? Uh, I am going to walk over to it and poke it with my foot to make sure it's dead. Okay. Trixie, what are you doing? Uh, I'm looking around for uh, some way to like wipe whatever blue oozes on my hand from punching it. Um, and I'm, I'm going to walk over to Asher and I'm going to be like, Good job, buddy. Uh, are you trying to do it secretively, or are you just yes. doing it blatantly? So go ahead and roll. Let's call it a sleight of hand, a sleight of slime check. And Asher, could you roll a perception check to see how... I feel like this would be really, really oh, no. hard for her to get away with, so... Oh, no. Uh, six... Yeah, Wait, yeah, I have a, yeah, yeah, I have a dumb yeah. new question. So if I have a plus three bonus on my perception, I also have a plus two proficiency bonus. Do I add six? No, so if, if, it's marked. If, it's already if, in there? If you're proficient in perception, it's already on. Okay, your, so 16. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, you are very much aware that she's trying to wipe slime before she wipes the slime on you. Mm. Any reaction to this? I'm just gonna like look her in the eye and just like press to digitate the goo off of me. See? I knew you'd be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Tanzanite. As the comedic duo behind you engages in their post battle revelry. You can see that there's cracks formed at the top and at the bottom of this strange container held between the stalactite and stalagmite. And the fissures are growing. Bonnie comes up and her face also grows concerned. And as you sign to her help, you know there's a bit of desperation in her, in her eyes. And that's where we're going to take our break. Oh, you Ooh, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so, folks, we are going to do an intermission. It's 30 minutes long. You can definitely just run away and never come back again, abandoning us to our sadness. Or you can listen to me tell really bad stories in the intermission frame because eventually we'll fill this with like actually useful stuff. But what do I, we do these days? We do random garbage. Um, also, just be aware, I composed these terrible, terrible uh music pieces as the background stuff and you are more than welcome to tell me how horrible they are at some point and or perhaps even better uh send some of your own horrible logic pro style creations and maybe Nitty. we'll feature those horrible little things Nitty. but they have to be our well, nickname for is Captain Positive. yes you would think they grew up in the midwest with the amount of self-deprecation they uh yeah, I try. Uh, just so everybody's aware, and since we're we're not critical role yet, uh, yeah. Asher, can you tell us your class level and 
any other little tidbits? I am a bard in, uh, that is a College of Creation bard from the latest manual, which is Tasha's something of something. <laughs> Cauldron, of, Cauldron of everything. Or something, I don't remember. Um, and I'm level five. The College of Creation gives you like some cool spells. There's like once a day I can do what's called a performance of creation where I can just create an object out of thin air. There's um, Bardic Inspiration has the motive potential that we've been using, which is like adds bonuses to the Bardic Inspiration use. Um, so it's been fun. I'm still figuring it out, but it's been fun so far. Yeah. And just a heads up to anybody out there who's interested in this one, it's a really great one to do if you have a DM who's willing to go with your flow. Um, but if they're kind of a rule book stickler, you might find this one a little bit disappointing. Uh, it really needs to have somebody who wants to play with you. Um, and, and let you be creative about how you're creating things. Um, I recently had the chance to play with, with a few different people with it, and it's so much fun. Uh, Larissa, would you describe Trixie's race, class, and human is what Jason's character's whole race. I am human. So, I, I mean, if you had to, let's say if you had to pick one, uh, she would be, I guess, along the lines of a halfling in terms of stature, but technically she has a custom lineage because she is, uh, for lack of a better way of saying it, um, an anthropomorphic squirrel. Red squirrel, specifically, yes. Um, we might be in love with homebrew. Yes, yes. Well, you know, I mean... It just, I mean, I like it in a can, too, but, you know, I'll drink whatever. Uh, Um, anywho, um, she's a monk, uh, of the, uh, and she, uh, subscribes to the tradition of the way of mercy. Oh. So, because her, her father <laughs> is, <laughs> is <laughs> her father is, <laughs> yeah, I'm fancy that way. Um, uh, because her father is the military uh, is the head of the military guard from her community, and her mother is the head of the healers. So this is kind of her her way of marrying her the two things that she was raised to do into one uh, one ult ultimate being. I don't know one ultimate way to honor both of their beautiful. Yeah, and damn Jess. Tanzanite. All right, Tanzanite is a uh, technically an elf. Um, she's elven, and she is a level five uh, grave domain cleric. Um, you know, she her mother is very high up in the kind of religious order in Underton. So her main goal and aspirations is to basically be her mother when she gets older. Uh, there's a tradition in Underton that revolves death, and you know she wants to be a part of that. And so she was all about God, goddess, religion. All right. So impressing mom. The only person you know that's trying to be her mother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to swap us over to our intermissions. Uh, People have dogs to walk, drinks to pour. We do. I have. I, I have. Dogs. Yes. 
I would have them make say hi, but they won't come. We will be back at nine thirteen ish. Uh, maybe up sooner if John's cooperate. I, I may cut the intermission short, so uh, just be aware that that timer. Just leave the sound on. Sound down when you walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Have a good drinks. We'll all drink together in silence. Enjoy your tea break. Yeah, I'm thirsty. I'm gonna need to go get something. Hello, we are back. Hopefully we have audio as well. And if not, we'll just cry. Um, I am coming, we're coming back on a little early. We still have a few seconds left on our timer. So if you're still putting away that delicious cheese sandwich and tomato juice, banana bread surprise, don't worry, you have time to chug that thing down. Chat's been lively. We got a chance to hear all about Jason's secret life before us, where he was an amazing, famous published author with a wealth of wealthiness and a history as a Klingon. Or what? No. Correct. Rami? What? 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 Were you? Yeah. Which? Which? A Ferengi. You are a Ferengi. All right. Human. Uh, but we are coming back in, and did anybody have anything exciting happen? There are a few minute, moments of freedom. Indigestion. Um, I peed. <clears throat> I'm trying I not. I kissed a boy. Ah, schnogging in the intermission. Classic oh. move. Larissa burped, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. That would have been, that was, that was like grog fame. That would that was a I should have let it. You went full tilt on that. <laughs> oh my gosh! So somebody was drinking V eight. See, hey, <laughs> I wasn't that far off with my insanity. All right. So last we left off, half an hour plus a little bit ago, we were oh, yeah. witnessing Tanzanite and Bonnie. Facing this holy relic of sorts hmm. and the cracks and fissures growing on it, horrified looks passing over Bonnie's face. Oh no! Two people Our in the relic. background. Sliding it burn it. <laughs> All right, I need we a drink. We separated you by a few states and we still can't stop you. <laughs> I just, I just keep looking at Bonnie and like pointing to it and going. <laughs> okay, so go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Persuasion. Do I get extraness because I have tears in my eyes? <laughs> Is it persuasion or performance at this point? <laughs> persuasion. persuasion. Oh god. Okay, here we go. An 11. Uh, the tears pooling in your eyes and the tears pooling in her eyes and you are looking at each other. 
and you all hear a crack as one of the fissures grows ever larger. It looks like it might fall. Um, can um, I, um, I don't know. Is there, um, is there like mud or any type of like <gasps> wet sand? Wet sand. You're <laughs> not even. <laughs> I didn't do it. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm helping her come up with the idea. That's, that's. All right. So um, you're looking around for some substance. Yeah, I like start, I take my shovel monkey. and start like like poking around at the ground, trying to find some like like a soft spot or something. Yeah, there's plenty of sand without a roll. If you're looking for something specific, please let me know, and then I'll have you roll for it. But there's plenty of sand around. Something that seems like it would adhere. So I guess more like mud than sand. Something like. I'd like to walk up and like look closely at the cracks. Like, can I tell like what material this is? Um, why don't you roll an investigation check as you're getting in closer to it? You're not touching it, but you're getting closer to it. And why don't you, uh, right. Trixie, go ahead and roll a. Let's do another investigation check because you're not actually digging around trying to find spots. Can I um, plot as they're all doing this? Can I plop down and like go into a meditative state and be like, your thing is breaking. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in this meditative state? Are you casting any spells? Are you are you just beseeching? I'm just besieging. <laughs> is this thing on? Is it possible to oh, panic? <laughs> can, can you can you roll a religion check with disadvantage? Oh no! Oh no! Nine. All right, I'm gonna hold that in my head for a little bit. Uh, Jason, what did Asher get? Five. All right, I'm also gonna hold that in my head for a little bit. I got a nineteen. I don't know about yourself. (laughs) Trixie, what'd you get? Nineteen. So yeah, you do find a. I'm, I'm, I'm like digging around, you know, it's it's the the old good old shovel dousing method where you actually lift the sand out of the way to see what's beneath it. And you find a bit of this mucky, murky, uh, probably decomposed seaweed and mud mixed just beneath a layer of sand. And it seems like it would be something that would hold once it dries out a little. Given enough time to dry out, sure. Okay. Um I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna dig in a bunch of it. I'm gonna use my weight to pull it out, and I'm gonna lift it up, and I'm gonna kind of like waddle it over. And I'm gonna take a great big handful, and I'm like, somebody give me a boost. But I'm assuming I can't reach it. I'm gonna like grab her around the waist and like lift her up to boost her up. All right. Watch my, I, watch my she's tail. small. I'm sure that that's absolutely possible. But what I would like you both to do is roll dexterity saving throws to see if you're able to keep balance without, you know, touching. That is uh, dexterity. Fifteen. Ooh, what is that? Uh, twenty-two. All right. So uh, there's this moment, Asher, where you like you get Trixie up, where you start to feel like you're 
tilting the wrong way, but Trixie, you also squirreliness being what you have. My tail counterbalance. Tilt the opposite way, and you <laughs> balance him out, and the two of you together kind of coordinate uh, standing. In so a way we're in the dirty dancing lift. It's a dirty dancing lift, and you have that moment where you're like, oh, elbow lock, oh, push through. And you're able to get. And then we realize we're having the time of our life. So I'm 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 trying to like take chunks out of it and like smear in the cracks gently, not like. Oh, you're doing it it like in the cracks above, not not on the object itself, but up above. You're trying to like. No, both. Like where wherever I see a crack, I'm trying to like to fortify it to to both on on the stalactites and the thing itself, so that. Like, yeah, I'm just trying to patch it. Okay, roll a wisdom saving throw. Super high. No pressure. Dun, dun, dun. It would be nice if someone would give me a boost. Wait. (laughs) Too late. She's meditating distractedly. Yeah, too late. Uh, Wisdom saving throw? Yep. Seven. Yeah, you don't make this save. So <laughs> you touch, and uh, you know, five hundred years ago, you would have radiation poisoning and quickly perish. Half a millennia later, and the change in how the Earth operates and how this post-apocalyptic space has been transformed via all the crazy wild human experiments that were done in the last throes of civilization before the final collapse, you touch it and you black out. No. And you are unconscious. And could you roll a d20? Uh, mm, You are going back to bed. The naked rule is six. Mark one in the death column. Oh no! You are doing death saving throws. (laughs) You feel her collapse unconscious into your arms from here to just limp squirrel. I'm going to say some good poetry will make you feel much better, but you just get this. And I'm going to cast healing word at the third level. All right, roll the heal for that. Um, I would love to. One second. That escalated quickly. <laughs> Don't want touchy, touchy. The hot, hot. That is horrible. It's not much. Eleven. So you regain eleven points of health from zero, which you did not necessarily realize you had. Um, But as you come to consciousness, here's what happens in the moments preceding it. You're only out for a few moments, but here's what has happened. You are transported temporarily. Can you describe to me what Trixie would have imagined her afterlife would be like? What does squirrel heaven look like? Maple well, syrup everywhere. everywhere. Not really. I heard it's pretty nice. Um, <laughs> acorn mush every day, morning, noon, and night. 
Uh, oh, wait, that's her least favorite thing. She's not in the good spot. She's in the bad place. Uh, <laughs> when Trisha gets distracted, does she go, human? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um, I guess if she had to say anything, because she doesn't really, like, she doesn't believe in anything like that. She's just very much like, this is, like... I can. I, I, this is what I can touch, and this is what I can see, and um, and you know, she just uh, touched the other end. So what <laughs> happened to her? Um, I don't know. I would. I would assume that maybe she's kind of like floating there for a second, and it's it's not like she's fully herself. It's more just like she feels a a connection to something larger as a whole, but. Like it's it it like there's no thought or or memory or anything. It's just kind of a a being that is is peaceful and just yeah. So I'm gonna add a little twist sense. to this based on on what you said. I think in addition, Trixie probably she she felt this merger, but as part of that merger, she felt her own identity and the things that make Trixie Trixie being submerged and stripped away as they were submerged into this greater thing. And she wasn't ready for that. And there was a bit of panic. And then there was a flood of something and you were snapped out of it and then snapped in, back into your real body, real life, your own identity. And disconnected from that thing and it's a strange paradox of both sensing that you could be part of the universe as a whole but also that you would lose those traits that make you you and you haven't really even figured out who that person is yet you're still young and you almost lost it all the cracks continue to widen the fissures continue to grow Uh, so don't do that. Ow. Put me down, please. I put her down. And I just kind of like <laughs> onto my knees. <laughs> like, here is the mud. Have at it. I'm going to sit here a bit. I think we need to get out of here. <laughs> this seems bad, and we should go. As and I, wake up. Let's go. Tanzanite, with your no, with your roll, you're kind of trying to focus, and there's these things going on around you, but it's also super stressful. So connecting and having the patience to connect with a with a a deity that literally reveres the end of life processes the solemnity that goes with it the the postpartum experience of life after death it's a tough call and you're not able to connect and then there's all these things going on around you and it's it just makes it harder and you hear asher as you struggle to push in but you just know that this is this is the last push and you can't get to that meditative state you hear Asher, it's time to go.
I have my decanter. And is the thing just on the top one, or is it from the bottom one, too? Uh, go ahead and roll an investigation roll if you're looking. Oh, good. Um. Four! Uh, I have tears in my eyes, I can't see it, anything. It's your blurry vision, but also it's like, this is just a moment, and you do understand a little bit from Asher's statement that maybe it is time to run. Um, I'm gonna look at Bonnie. What is what is Bonnie's look of? Bonnie's not understanding anything that's being said, just looking at the object with tears in her face to the door, to the exit. If you want to know more about what you could interpret from that, you can roll an insight check, but it's gonna be a pretty hard high DC given the emotional level that's happened and how things have transpired so far. Um, I'm gonna try to just grab Bonnie's hand if she'll let me and just no no I'm not Trixie's on the ground right you sat down yeah she's in a recovery pose just having experienced the closest thing that she has ever experienced to death what is my yeah I'm like everything hurts she's not very big so I'm gonna bend down and just baby carry her out. <laughs> so you start heading out. Um, Asher, I'm assuming you're following or leading. Um, I'm going to make sure Bonnie goes, but then I'll also go. Okay. Um, easily enough to convince Bonnie to go. The moment she sees people headed out, she starts heading out as well. Um, and the four of you uh, head on out and, and stumble out, and you're at the back of the waterfall. The cliff is now kind of shaking, vibrating, similar to the how the you know, the metaphysical vibration earlier on as you were coming to this place, but now it's definitely a physical vibration. The cliff is shaking. And there is the boat. The the small mast in the middle of the skiff. Yeah, I'm gonna run and jump on the boat and like start getting it ready to go. You race over, you jump into the boat. Is everybody else following suit? Somebody Yeah, somebody as quickly as I can up. safely I'll put her down and start getting the ship going as well. Whatever Asher kind of yells out, I'll try to do. Alright. And, and I'll go to um, sorry, I'll go to Bonnie and be like hmm? <laughs> and I'll point to Trixie. She's quick to, to go to Trixie's side and she appears to be doing something um, hopefully helpful trying to, to, to take care. Uh, Trixie, since it's doing, happening to you, why don't you go ahead and roll a d20 for me to see what she's able to pull off. <laughs> this is going so well. Uh, the two of you... Blue uh, for water. Tanzanite and Asher... That's all 20! You live! Can you go ahead and just really quickly roll uh, dexterity checks to see how quickly you can get this boat out of here? Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Seven. Fifteen and seven? Sixteen. Sixteen. I still have tears in my eyes. Like So you 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 still got tears and snot, but Asher, you're able to get the boat settled in right. Uh you can't get speed, but you're you're already aimed in the right direction. 
and there's a little bit of fear that you'll be spotted. You've been, uh, as far as you are aware, unobserved up until now. Uh, but you haven't quite caught the speed because the sail hasn't been set quite correctly, but she is working on it. You can tell that she's working on it. Uh, you're untied from your uh, quick temporary tie-on at the base of the cliff, um, and you're able to start making your way. Uh, Trixie, you feel an infusion of something, um, but it's countered a bit and pushed back against by whatever happened in there and it's slowed down just a little bit but you do regain 12 hit points um, and I think anybody who observes Bonnie in this moment can see that she looks extremely drained she almost looks as unhealthy as Trixie did just a moment ago Um, but the boat is moving, uh, gaining speed slowly. Go ahead and I think since Asher and uh, Tanzanite are the ones most likely to be paying attention, just roll quick perception checks. I turn to Bonnie and I say, you want some syrup? Ooh. She just looks at you quizzically, not understanding. She's had it. She knows what it tastes like. I hold up the jar. She also didn't like it. Mm, it was just very sweet. She never said she didn't like it. <laughs> she kind of gingerly reaches her hand out and holds the, puts her hand next to yours and holds it. Still a little confused. I take the, my other hand and I pop the cork out. And I like push it towards her. Slow. Yeah, pushes it back and aims it towards your mouth. Don't mind if I do. You can see her face is just a little bit like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's probably apparent at this time that she finds the sweetness to be a little too much for her. Um, all right, so perception checks. What'd you get? I got You are muted. I got it. Five. You got Twenty-five. Oh, okay, Asher, I you're, rolled a you're 19 on getting the boat aimed where it needs to be. You're, you've got your focus on what you need to be doing. Uh, I think, uh, Tanzanite, you've wiped the tears from your eye, and maybe you haven't gotten the sail set perfectly, but you take a chance to look around behind you and checking up at the cliff face. You see a tiny, tiny figure way up high looking down on you. And then your gaze sweeping down immediately, you can see that the cliff face is cracking. And then there's a flash of light, which all of you see. And that flash of light both blinds any looker-ons. And everybody go ahead and just make a really quick, not so high wisdom saving throw. You should all be able to pass this because it only requires you to roll a 12 or higher. Don't say that. 12. Be the 12. Fortunately, I rolled a 17 because I have a plus zero for wisdom. Oh, thank God. Oh, no! What? 12 total or higher. 12 total or higher. What? I was like, oh, no, this is terrible. But I have a plus six. I was like, oh, I'm great. I have an 11. 
Spells, nobody die. So, y'all forget uh, I built mine to essentially be a healer and I haven't healed like once. <laughs> Noted. Uh, Tanzanite, you are that flash of light happens and, and <laughs> it, it kind of like just optics consumed for a moment. And uh, go ahead and roll a d20. Oh, god. Go for retina. Am I adding anything? Nope. Nine. First death save. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit, this is... <laughs> like, uh... I, uh, At that point, the syrup kicks in. <laughs> Roll for syrup. This is now officially a thing. Roll for syrup. It's going to be an athletics check. Sure, rush mode. I assume so on this very jumping on top of I assume on this very small boat that I see this happen. Uh, oh, that's very obvious that she just laid out flat. Yeah, I'm gonna yell at Trixie like, "Hey, steer the boat!" And then I'm gonna like run over and just like panicky, like no poem, just freaking out, like put my hands on Tanzanite and heal healing word second level. Or I don't know why I rolled that. All right. So is seven. You have seven hit points. But Tantanite, describe to us what does the moment in the afterlife look like to you as you face that unconscious but could have been worse situation. Um. I would assume something very similar to the the lake in the setup of that, like the death ceremony, like something similar to that, but more like what you would imagine like heaven to look like, like bright and happy and warm, but like that familiarness as well. All right, so I'm going to take that and twist it a bit again. Uh, you are you are in this space, but it is very much an aquatic environment. And while your brain might interpret it as light, it's actually the dark of the water. It's the deeper, darker crevices. It's the Andreas Trench hmm. of spaces. So while you identify that as light in your brain. It was in fact the darkness of a space that is peaceful, cool, deep sea. So that takes us to two people potentially having been in mortal peril and one person I have to roll for. Everybody roll a perception check really quick. How close am I? How how close am I? Oh my god! To Tanzanite, like, am I within arm's reach? So between Asher yelling out, steer the boat, and you, what did you roll for your athletics check? Eight. Eight. I would say that you probably tripped over a coil of lines in your sugar rush moment. I really think you haven't really made any progress yet. You got a little closer. It's not a big boat. 
Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna like stand on one foot and wrap my tail around the handle for the the rudder, mm-hmm. at like as almost like a balancing thing, and I'm just gonna like reach out my fingers and like I I don't know if I have to I don't I don't know if I technically have to touch her, but I want to like try to like boop her and and boop. do uh um Mercy hand punch. healing. Yeah. I like Marcy Punch better. Yeah, go ahead and roll the, the head points for that. And then roll an athletics check after Again? that. Okay. Or an acrobatics uh, check. Okay. Uh, uh Asher. Actual... What'd you roll for your perception check while well, she's rolling those things? Five. Five. Not a very you roll for your... journey for me today. No, no worries. Uh Tencent, what did you roll for yours? Oh, sorry. What? I'm looking at all my spells and shit. Perception was an eleven. Okay. Um, Actually, I'm going to grab. I'm actually finally reading through all my spells. (laughs) Um, you selected them. I know. That is some of them I did very quickly. That is nine hit points. Nine. The max I can give you. Nice. Uh, and then I rolled a. I'm not brag. I gave her eleven, but whatever, it's cool. Yeah. Well, I only roll a d six. I'm supposed to hit things, not heal them. Uh. Anyways. Uh. It's a little outside my comfort zone. Okay. Uh. It's a thirteen for the perception, and then I'm supposed to roll another acrobat, or I'm rolling an acrobatics, right? Acrobatics. Okay. And then I think at the same point, your perception is going to be at disadvantage. At some point, or at this point. At this point. So roll the the acrobatics first. Mm-hmm. That was a nineteen. Okay. You're the boat. You're able to steer and... and heal at the same time, so the boat has not suddenly drifted back into the cliff face or anything else crazy like that. You're able to keep this, the course. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm very agile with my tail. Yes, you have a very 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 taily tail. And my second perception check is a twenty-two. So. Hmm. At, at disadvantage, it was a 22? So uh, well, the first one wasn't, uh, the perception was a 13. Okay, so 13 is what we're going on. Yes. So, okay, cool. So My second roll was higher. Beautiful. So it takes a few moments, um, and you're getting back on course, and you're feeling a little bit more confident, and in those next few moments, it takes you all a beat or two to realize that Bonnie is also now laying on the ground. She collapsed when Tanzanite did. God dang it! And I take both of my hands and I like slap her on the chest, trying to like do like almost like a CPR kind of thing, and I do it with hand of healing. Um, as you do that, no response from Bonnie. You, it's um, a roll for healing though. What? Do the thing! Do the thing with the spider! Do the thing! Uh, I gotta... Oh, yeah, she's just, like, wiping her tears as Jessica tries to remember which one that is. There's one specific one I'm looking for. Where's the guy? No, 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 there's something else. Divine intervention? Oh, uh, no, hold on. 
Where the hell am I supposed? Okay, no, no, no. Is it this one? Oh no, that's for me. Is it this one? No. There's one where I can basically like. Oh wait. Uh no. Ain't got a lot of time here. Is it? It's not gentle or. You touch a corpse or other remains for the duration. The target is protected from decay and can't become. No, that's not right. As um. As Tanzanite wipes the radiation from her eyes and pauses momentarily. Um. I am going to turn to Bonnie and say. Does this work on fish? Time to time to wake up now, Bonnie. No one dies today. And oh, I fucking found Kill, it. Killing what? Nothing word. And again, no effect. Boom. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go. Okay, I got this. Uh, touch for touch for crystal. Touch her where my crystal is, but on her head, and I cast Revivify at third level. Okay. Uh, do you have uh, the? I gotta go find it again because it's been a while. It's been a while. Oh shit! Do you have the component? No. So, uh, <laughs> so you go... I'm still learning how to do this. You go to cast that, and because you do not have diamonds in the quantity of three hundred gold pieces per which... Do I not have diamonds on my my, oh. my mace? <laughs> um, gonna... None of your tiaras have a three hundred dollar yeah. for three hundred gold tiaras. Any much as my mace? <laughs> I Let's feel like do a quick, fun, ridiculousness roll. Let's call this history to see if you actually can recall what is a diamond or not a diamond in your mace and or tiaras and try to hunt that out. Um, oh, not, not that, not that. I mean, Nobody saw that, right? History. Okay. <laughs> I missed it totally. If you hadn't said anything. I hit rewind and played it again just for the fun of it just now. Fortunately, we're recording and... Okay, okay, okay. Uh, plus history plus one. 17? Um, I think that you, you recall that your mace doesn't have any of those things because useful for other things in a religious cult dedicated towards those who are passing on to the next life. Your tiaras, that would be considered uncouth. But don't you have one item of jewelry that's really, wasn't it a present that you're supposed to use when one of your parents passes on? You remember that you do have a tiara that you're not supposed to wear until your mother dies. You don't remember if you have it on you or not, but you can hunt through your bag and see if you can find it. Roll a sleight of hand check to see if you can spot the tiara uh, that is the only object you have that may have a diamond, a diamond that is supposed to be saved for your mother's ceremony. Can I, uh, can I see that she's digging through her bag and like either vocally say, what are you looking for so that I can also keep an eye out for it? Or can I like 
Can I read your bag and like help her dig through it? I don't. Um, I don't. I don't think she would look through her bag if she knows that it's the tiara specifically for her mom. You're gonna let Bonnie go? Holy shit! Okay, I am going to. My body lies over the ocean. Where where are my spells? I'm freaking out. My body lies over the sea. But is if we it? just push her off the no. boat. No. <laughs> Shit, where is this thing? My body gets fish fertilizer. Please bring back my body to me. <laughs> okay, so no, definitely not that. Okay, so is it this one? What is this? Was this okay? I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean into Bonnie and be like, I can't give you this diamond, but I'll find you another diamond. And I'm gonna cast gentle repose so that she doesn't decompose or anything. And as soon as I find a diamond, I can bring her back. Okay, so you cast gentle repose, and I believe that lasts 10 minutes, right? Or 10 days. Ten days. Ooh, sweet, sweet babies of happy undead corpsing. Oh, uh, so, yes. How big does how many need to be? Three hundred. Uh, oh, I can't do that. Yes. Yeah. Aaron, quit metagaming. Uh, and as Aaron metagames for us, <laughs> one of the things that I do is that if you cast dental repose, I do extend the one minute revive by recast as the. Uh, it's basically dental repose gives you the time to try to get your act together and find the right stuff. So, you now have a, a dead body. <laughs> Congratulations! You have, you ding, have ding, ding, ding. Been given a corpse. If only we had a bag of holding, we could just put money into do. it. No. For ten days, we look for a Um. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Tanzania and be like, why? What? 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 She's she's still. Why, why isn't she? So she's dead. But, um, she's not gonna, like, decay or, or becomes undead for at least ten days. And then when we find a diamond, we can bring her back. Okay. Uh, I, I look at, I look at Tanzanite and I go, and I just point to Underton. I'm like, Okay, let's go. That was and my plan. You see the two pieces of copper that she's placed over the eyes of Bonnie and a bit of salt start to crystallize and form a protective shell over Bonnie's body. Um, you will have to figure out what to do with this body as you move forward with your adventures. So just be aware that it is another encumbrance to manage. But congratulations. You don't have a dead Bonnie. You have a dead body. You don't have a, we have a fully deceased body. We have a dead body that's not a dead body. That's uh, I oh no, it's, it's a dead body. It's just not a decaying body. Okay. I feel like in this moment of like mixed panic and sorrow, looking back at the Overton Underton community that you are so close to and know so well. And yet, 
for Asher, Asher still has a mother to reach out to. Uh, for Tanzanite, possibly connecting with mom or dad before pursuing the next steps in the adventure. And for Trixie, a decision to make about what does family mean and what opportunities would be denied or allowed based on the decision she's about to make. We can stop right there and pick this up next week on ah. Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. Thank you all so much for coming and visiting. I'm so excited to have folks actually be at our first live stream, even though like that was not really expected. So thank you, friends, yes, for actually thank joining. You. Thank you for joining Probability of Demise. This was our first podcast, and there were definitely some audio and video issues as we did this, but we really enjoyed ourselves, and we look forward to doing more for you. In the future, we will break up these podcasts into two separate sections so you can enjoy them at your leisure and not worry about having to listen to two and a half hours of straight content. Hope you're enjoying your time, and thank you for joining us on Probability of Demise. Look forward to seeing you or sharing with you next week.